This is the one with the king of OK. Richard Milhouse Nixon. Don't know how to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy munch paintings in suits. And did we do Jim the Fish yet? It's called The Impossible Astronauts. Here we go! <laughs> We're still on our endless voyage. All through time and all through space. With Slavine and Angels now. Dalek, Cybers, Uden, wow! Tenant Smith and Eccleston. And Capaldi, he's the man. Doctor Who is cool again. That was Russell's master plan. Who back when? Reviewing all new Who there is. Who back when? Subscribe and rate on iTunes, please. Rose and Donna, Amy Pond, Rory, Martha and beyond. Join us on this odyssey. What other choice could there be but who? Back when? Who back when? Hello, ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land, and welcome to another episode of Who Back When, a Doctor Who podcast. Jim's oh, here. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, Drew. <laughs> With us today, my well, you have myself, Marie. And hello, hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. So the guy sitting to the right of me, I believe, is Drew. Hello, baby. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> And opposite me today is... Hello, I am Punkin. Hi, Punkin. Hello. And um, we have another special guest today. <laughs> We're all very excited that he is here. He is... Jim the Fish! Jim the Fish! Hey! Oh my god! <laughs> Finally! I just got that. We all get to do Jim the Fish. <laughs> we heard so much about you, Jim the Fish. I know. No. I've been stuck in that goldfish bowl for so long. <laughs> <laughs> So, I should probably tell you what episode we're reviewing. Oh, what, which episode is it? It's the Impossible Astronaut. Fantastic. The first uh, episode of series... Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Six! It's, it's Six. I care! You've got to get your numbers right. <laughs> it, it has been, ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land, it has been a little while since we last recorded one of these. <laughs> yeah, and maybe you can hear why. <laughs> Time for us to synopsize, lobify and summarize. So take a view and grab a brief and listen to this overview. This free for all. We like to call a bite-sized chunk of who. Bite-sized chunk of who. TARDIS colored envelopes are delivered to the main cast as well as an unlikely American desert codger. Then a bucolic beachside picnic turns sour as a plucky young astronaut finally says what the universe was thinking and shoots the doctor. <gasps> Just as Doc is breaking out the life marmalade, blam! She shoots him again, and he's out for the count. In steps a younger, more alive Doctor, and there's something they all have to tell him. Be scout over, you are welcome. welcome. Aren't you just? There we go. <laughs> okay, are cold opens cold opens anymore in the Moffat era? Oh, explain. Well, they're all like five or six minutes long. Oh. And are they actually... In fact, just the first little sliver of program you get on BBC America before the first ad break. Oh, I bet they are, yeah. Do you think so? I think so. Cold opens used to be a minute, and they used to be tantalising, and yeah. they used to be fairly simple, like like a vignette. Is it different for a season opener, though? Is it like, a oh, we, the audience, haven't seen Doctor Who for months and months and months, maybe even a year, who knows? I don't remember how, how long ago it was at the time, and, and then now we need to be reintroduced to the show. Oh! <gasps> But they did that. They had like an extra little reintroduction with Amy when she was like, I, oh, yeah. I was a wee child and this man came and swept me out of my bedroom and I don't know. 
Oh, shit, I don't even... Catch up with me, viewers. I'm Amy and I have adventures. Yeah, that was so weird. Like, why? You know you know why it is? Why? Can you remind my... me of this thing? What is this? So, the, Amy did a... They did the like, the cold opening and then Amy did a little voiceover and it was basically introducing <gasps> you to... Like, to Amy. If you've missed the last series, yeah. I'll catch you up. And it was like, hi, I'm Amy. This is my story. It must have been an... Like, just extraordinary long time since the previous season. Well, we think... I don't think it was, was it? Well, it certainly wasn't as long before Series exactly, 10. Exactly, because... <laughs> okay. Yeah. They had... Um, and they didn't do that when um, Tennant had his, all his specials, and there was massive gaps between... Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it all supports my theory, because I reckon that on BBC America, that little preview ended with Season 5 of Doctor Who, now available on DVD. Uh, oh. But yeah, I did wonder if it, because they're filming in America, is it are they pushing it for Americans and therefore they won't have seen the previous series, so they have to give you a bit yeah, of backstory. Yeah, let us know, Podcast America, did you feel pushed by this episode? Was Tenant not a huge thing in the States? I get that they're trying to push smith in the states now mm. or like push doctor who in the states but wasn't tenant already a thing wasn't he super popular i i was under the impression the tenant was the hot rob over there you know with his cute british accent and his whatever nerdy glasses etc we have been told it repeatedly by podcast land yeah mm. tenant was the one who first lubed me up for doctor who yes exactly yeah and then matt smith just slid it in there like a gentleman yeah okay are we generally accepting this is a good episode? Oh, cut straight to the chase, yeah, Jim, why on. don't you? That's <laughs> what the people are waiting for. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a really good episode. Uh, however, I'm not having watched the continuation mm. and not remembering what I saw whenever this aired. I don't really know where this... Like, I, 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 don't, I don't remember shit. Mm. I don't remember anything. I, 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 I mean, damn uh, guys in suits. Yeah, exactly. It's them again. <laughs> is this... Okay, uh, is this going to spoil way too much, if you answer this, I mean? Yeah. Are we going to get clarity at the end of this two-parser, or is this setting up the whole season arc? So I, I think this is it is setting up the season arc. Okay. I think it's setting up two arcs, or, really. Yeah. We have Well, we have the river arc. Yeah. This is the <laughs> beginning and end, in a way. Yeah. Well, the river arc's already ended. Yes, okay, yeah, sh- sorry, that's true. But it, it kind of has its own little arc in this series, I, th- I feel. It arcs in on itself. It does, yeah. Well, it has a little bit of lightning going on it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put a rod somewhere else and it goes, goes off. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of assuming that this series ends with her being born. Why are I assuming that? Maybe you shouldn't tell me. Maybe, actually, you know what? Don't tell me. Spoilers. <laughs> okay, I'm going to assume, different assumption, no one tell me, I'm going to assume that this series ends with us finding out who she is. Reading your faces. Miriam is nodding. Miriam is nodding. This is good podcasting. Uh, now she's shaking her head. Now she's shaking her head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Undecided. Okay. I can't remember, actually, to be honest, where, like, the series, like, each series ends and what, yeah, Do you think that's why they called episode four of this series The Doctor's Wife? And in hindsight, we all know that's not what the episode's about. But At looking time, ahead, yeah. yeah. People have been like, that's the one where yeah. it's finally written. No wait. No. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Neil Gaiman wrote it, oh, etc. That, that's taught some a lot. Come back in three episodes time when we have energy podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for Murumu. Um, my, well, firstly Jim's, but then mine. Um, my wig went off. Did yours? The what? Wigdar. 
What's a wig dog? <laughs> wig dog. Your your wig radar. Do you think Amy was of which we have spoken on this podcast? A wig. Mm, she just shopped her hair. No, she had shorter hair. I don't know. Oh, it looks weird. It looks. It's just something about it. Didn't look. I think she cut her hair and she mm, colored it and colored it a bit. I think everyone no. had a different just hairstyle color in this one, including Smith. I reckon for the American audience, they just had to <gasps> be like a bit, a bit more, you know, <laughs> snazzy, <laughs> a bit more Hollywood. Yeah. Exactly. Amy says to the doctor, and then he says, "Oh, you've gained a couple of pounds." <laughs> Oh, oh it says two hundred years. She's commenting about how old he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think it's a couple of pounds of wig that she's gained? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Amy, why? Oh, I know what those couple of pounds she's, are. She's getting fat. Uh, yeah. she's Hadn't not thought of that before. Yeah. No, I didn't get that. Yeah, no, I totally got that. That was that's like well, well, that's you have a wound. clue that it's there might be something. We're just oh. sperm sacks. We're lucky we found our way here tonight. And, you, <laughs> and your second clue is when she starts getting sick. But then she sees the silence and then she feels nauseous. And then and River also feels nauseous after she fake sees Fake out. So oh, River does as well. I didn't, she, yeah. I didn't catch that. I, I figured the it's the like same matter, different you know points in their <gasps> timeline because she's like clutching her tummy when she's appro- when the astronaut's girl is approaching but that would also m- make sense why river then feels it too yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely oh, so it's not morning right. sickness it's, it's not morning sickness it's a it's paradoxical uh, sickness <laughs> it's the time cop jean-claude van damme are, syndrome there are three versions of river then in in this episode why does this not oh River as we know her, astronaut River, and, and spoilers. Oh, do you know because that was spoilers. That was, I think it's a difficult episode to talk about without. We're gonna have spoilers. A lot of Let's it just is have gonna spoilers. just have to be spoilers. Well, yeah, you yeah. spoil it for me properly now. So go, go on. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. No, How did you know that? No, I thought you have a terrible did memory. Did you not? Oh, you just forgotten it oh, all. You have seen it all. You've just forgotten. Yes. Okay. okay. Seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. You can be spoiled then. It says Drew, who like just spouts out numbers at us constantly. It's like, oh yeah, I can't remember anything. But you can remember like River's not a number. She's a free woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she that ends up being. Should I just properly spoil it now? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Wait, evening's okay, ruined. Let's just do it. Sorry. But she, doesn't she end up being? This is the child, like child version of um, the pond's daughter, and she's been trained to kill the doctor this is her one and only purpose she is a weapon oh see that i did not remember oh okay (laughs) shit (laughs) sorry (laughs) that sounds like an arc that could possibly spoil a whole series for listeners slash co-hosts okay so let's do it well it's america scale spoilage forget that that's huge Moffat forgot what the silence was supposed to fucking be (laughs) (laughs) anyway all right so forget forget all that yeah done I don't know. Great. And then, and then mm, river, river in the belly as well. Baby. Yeah. Baby river. How come whenever, because I mean, she's met Amy and Rory before, mm. as in River has met them before. Yeah. Uh, is it just that? Uh, but Amy wasn't pregnant at the time. She wasn't. No, exactly. So That's the it's thing. It's like you said, it's the same matter so at it, different points Does that in mean time? that every single time, because presumably they're going to, they're, you know, they're, they're going to meet, their lives are going to intersect on numerous occasions in this series. Is Amy constantly going to be in pain? Um, I don't know if they do that much while she's pregnant. Maybe not. Maybe not. I can't remember how much more River is in I this. Don't, I don't know how much of Amy's pregnancy you actually see. Like, we don't, we don't see, like, a growing bump, do we? Well, this is another little spoiler oh. thing. 
which I can't remember in detail, so I can't really spoil it too much. <gasps> oh, I just remember too. Yes. There's a lot happens but, in this series, yeah. and it does. I think it kind of wraps up quite nicely. Yeah. But this this episode is revisited in different ways, and it, I think it kind of neatly does sort of tie up in a nice bow. But yeah, it's a it's a very different thing to kind of have the the memory of what happens watching it again. Yeah, and we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. But uh, yeah, but I have no idea. To what you're answer talking your about. question, <laughs> River doesn't meet a pregnant Amy again in this series. Okay, do you think? When River met, <laughs> okay, do you think when River met Rory before Amy was pregnant, do you think there was a little bit of a twitch in his balls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. But <laughs> okay, fine. Just that one sperm going. Just that one, yeah. Because like, coincidentally, there was one in there. Okay, fine. All right. Yeah. I, shall we talk about uh, old slash young FBI chap? Okay. So, first off, recognize the actor from Battlestar Galactica. He was the Which awesome... actor, the young or the old one? Oh, the young, young one. one. Okay. Oh, uh, trivia about the old boy. one. Uh, did he look familiar in any way? Vaguely, but I don't know why. D- did he seem like he would be a very good... I, did you think that he was a very good choice for playing old FBI actor? Well... Is it his dad? It's his dad! Uh, no freaking wow. It is his actual real-life uh, dad, which is pretty amazing. I thought really that cool. I recognised him from TV, and I looked yeah. him up. I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I've seen anything with him, but it turns out he's his dad, oh, which is pretty cool. That's nice casting. I thought so. Hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, so the young FBI chap played the incredibly charismatic uh, lawyer in Battlestar Galactica, hmm. um, who gets Gaius Baltar off, if anyone's interested. Yeah. Um, and, and Badger and Firefly. Oh, yes, you're right. I didn't recognize him without the bowler hat. The bowler hat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so right. I, I quite like him. I, I don't know him massively outside those two references, but no. I, I quite like <laughs> him as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's probably quite t- typecast as well. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I loved him. I enjoy him in this. Uh, yeah. In the Oval Office scene, um, and he's like talking, and, uh, and they all want to kick the doctor out and, sh- and shoot, and he's just like, no, this guy knows what he's talking about yeah he walked past that yeah guy. <laughs> that's a really cool scene what i hate is him in the tardis and rory having to explain how the tardis works oh. and you've got to babysit him and he's like wide-eyed and gobsmacked because everybody else that ever gets put in the tardis goes um it's bigger on the inside yeah it flies in time and space that's it they are three kind of things you need but to isn't talk that about. fine isn't that one of the things that you need to see whenever anyone enters the tardis yeah but it's it's almost shorter than that it seemed like it was elongated to kind of give rory a role and it made this guy look really stupid whereas before he'd been really on the ball and he'd been he took the seeing a blue box in the office that wasn't there a second ago it was invisible and it appeared out of nowhere he took that so in his stride he wasn't phased by anything no that's true and then to put him he was this gormless like oh my god i can't believe it um it was a bit i don't know no one else has had that response and i don't think if anyone's gonna have it, it wouldn't be the fbi guy okay yeah. Do you also feel like maybe he didn't deserve to be put in the TARDIS? Like, he was just suddenly there. Oh, come on, be more democratic about it. He's not a child. What possible problem can you have? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like nah. he, he's the um, the key to the the whole kind of setup. Yeah, so, they were there for him. They they he, he hasn't earned his place, but they were sent back in time to yeah, find yeah, him. Yeah, don't that worry. Is true. He's that is not true. a companion. His name's not in the credits. No, no, you no, don't that's need not to lose your shit. <laughs> I'm not losing my shit. So I, I, I'm just saying, like, it, do you know what he was I, just there? Do you know what I lost my shit about? No, what was that? Oh. Which is that Rory babysits this entire episode. Mm. He is the exposition vehicle. He is the one who says. 
that's an Apollo astronaut. Yeah. That's a maintenance hatch. He knows everything about everything. He's been watching this encyclopedia channel on the TV with the Laurel and Hardy stuff. And mm. he has to be the guy who says, this is bigger on the inside. This is a time and space thing. I'm going to now say something really obvious. Mm. Hmm. So he's, he's graduated but, from, you know, background fodder to now doing all the donkey work. But he also asked the, like obvious questions so that the so again so that an audience that is not aware of the past series of Doctor Who can get caught up because he's when um, River and the Doc are like sinking their diaries and he's like oh what's happening now and he's met River and the Doc he's seen the blue diary like it was quite a prominent feature of his wedding he should <laughs> he should True. know what's happening now a lot happened that day <laughs> he was pretty tired by the by the reception <laughs> He's, he's like that with River down below in the cave as well. Like, when you said that thing that was the key to your character last series, yeah. could you go over that again? Can you just explain it? Wait, what does he say? What? I don't remember that. She said, a, a far worse day for me is coming. Oh. And then he was like, what did you mean by that, River? Please explain to me. Yeah, in stultifying detail. Yeah. <sighs> but I, don't, yeah. I don't know if that is a fair question to ask, because I'm not sure how much they talk about the relationship between Doctor and river hasn't she made it abundantly clear that she's not going to talk about it in fact mm. yeah that's very true and except when there's a sexual innuendo to be made <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> and i think even as the audience not putting yourself in the shoes of the characters and thinking what do they know what don't they know what we've seen is that the the worst day to come is the same day that she dies and so actually mm. like it, it could be something different that she's talking about but you kind of you kind of know, but there could be a real different answer to that question. That's interesting. There isn't silence in the library. Yeah, it yeah. could be. Yeah, the worst day for River. Amy was Rory wasn't there, was he? He was just Amy in the library. Like, it was oh. Donna. Oh, it was it's Donna. Donna. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, oh, it's Donna oh, and Tennant. No. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. there's a ginger Donna. person there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so none of them were there for her worst day. It was all like, see that her worst feel day like... was when she met Donna Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> but it's not going to be that yeah. that she's referring to, right? Well, it is because that's the day when she meets the doctor and she knows him and she's got her book out and she's like, where are we? Where are we? And he has absolutely no idea who she is. That is her worst nightmare. So it's it's just, yeah, not being recognized it's by looking him. into the eyes of the man that you love and him ha- like having absolutely no recollection of who okay. you are. Yeah. And now I've got yeah. nothing to do but become a Stepford wife Yeah, in a Matrix continuum. Yeah, because I think that's why with this hindsight, that's why she's so easily patches herself into the thing and she she's happily given up her life because really yeah okay because for her like like it's just never gonna get she'll never see him again because she knows that this is the end like of her time yeah. i'm just gonna learn how to play bridge yeah. and you know the grass will never grow because it's fake so yeah, well i never know. need to quit it bonus yeah yeah exactly <laughs> see, i assume i completely misread this in that case because when when she says that in the episode i took that to be she, She's referring to uh, earmuffs anyone who doesn't want to. Like, bang, like bang. She uh, shot him down. Yeah, Again. she's referring to her younger self. Like the, the, the what's yet to come is what her what she's already done as a kid, namely shooting him. But she's talking about in her time stream. She's like, a, a far worse day for me is to come. So it has to be in her future. See, I, I just felt yeah. like she was covering there. She didn't want to give away the truth. So mm. she's thinking of this schmaltzy excuse but again oh no i'm gonna i'm not gonna 
remember he's not gonna remember me mm. but there's like there's like a huge spoiler so i won't go into it but there's reasons why that is not her worst day uh, can we at least say one, some other day the same thing happened but she also <laughs> like missed breakfast <laughs> yeah okay. and all the buses were late and, yeah it's yeah. the worst that is the worst day in river's life she turned left <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay it's really hard episode to talk about okay. because there's so many spoilers. Like, it's so interlinked okay. with one this. little little bit which I wondered because the um, so the the space tech we see for the silence is the same thing that's in the Lodger episode. Yes, mm. yes, that's true. And do you think it's deliberate then that it's River and Rory that stumble across it who have never seen that because they weren't in that episode? Oh, Ooh. clever! So I thought it looked similar. I didn't realize it was the same. I'm pretty sure. It I is put it down same, to a lack it? of imagination, but yeah, it's def- yeah it's definitely, surely it's absolutely the same. But but because <sighs> I guess it wouldn't hugely matter because they wouldn't remember anyway to tell the doctor. But, then, but well, they know, wouldn't remember the silence. They'd, they'd remember, remember the set. They remember yeah. that. Yeah, no, they do, don't they? Yeah. I don't know, David. I can't remember. Wait, if they, if would they, they talk about it later? It seems to it seems to wipe out a fair chunk of memory. It, it also yeah. seems Any, to replace them with like fresh memories because she'll go down and say oh it's all clear like i've yeah must have checked it I've, I've checked it and it was clear rather than i put my head down and a load of creepy guys look back at me yeah and amy i've walks- not put my head down yet i must go put my head down yeah oh yeah exactly i've yeah. not put my head down yet yeah. i must go put my head down yeah what the <laughs> shit are they doing down there and idea. why can't they do it like somewhere clean? Bat cave. The like. silence. <laughs> yeah. they're, going, they're going cold turkey. <laughs> Look at them quiver. They're, they're train spotting. They are full yeah. on train this spotting. Is train yeah. three here. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Why are they down there? I don't know if that's ever explained. I don't I d- know. I think it's just creepy. It's as good a tunnel as any. It's super creepy. Yeah. They could just be, I mean, they don't have to hide. No. In, it's in their nature not to have they to hide. They could be walking around in plain sight. But exactly. It, I guess the idea that the tunnel's cover the earth so they can they can go anywhere they want to and they just pop up when they but need it's almost to. like they're just yeah they're just <gasps> how creepy was it when um when he he killed the woman in the bathroom yes and why amy, amy asked why and he said joy, joy. Oh, and is then, that what he said yeah but then it turned out that he was saying her name was joy but oh. for that split second you just think these are just like psychopathic killers that just kill for pleasure like there's no reasoning behind it um, but yeah, you, they would. Why did he kill her? They would never have to kill anyone because they'd just oh. get forgotten. So, yeah. yeah, his his answer, Joy, is not an answer. No, well, it's not who he, did you kill? No. Yeah. <laughs> but he he noticed that she was in one of those shitty silence spirals yeah. where she's just she's just going to be on an endless loop of oh, is that a Halloween mask? <laughs> oh, is that a Halloween mask? <laughs> I tell you what, just like, oh, she just gave it a rest. <laughs> he just got bored of it. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, Joy. I know, <laughs> I I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> that is the curse of being a silence mm. after two people of that i'd be shooting everyone yeah. <laughs> but what about everyone else who's now depending on joy you know the the people who i mean she has a family mm. uh, she has friends she, she she works in the white house so people are like literally depending on her to do her job but this is like, what about all them this is all the people that mysteriously disappeared and their bodies were never found they were just taken by the silence because she, she was just vaporized it's not like yeah that's true any evidence yeah everyone blamed nixon but actually he was innocent <laughs> Okay, question about Nixon. Was he just too nice of a guy in this episode? It was weird. It's weird that he's endearing and, and that, like, you feel, well, if he can relate to a child, <laughs> then surely there's nothing wrong with this guy. It was strange in that, you know, I can get not wanting to paint Nixon as 
the stereotype Nixon media villain because that's been done a load of times before and there's very little value in recycling it again. But they didn't really add anything else to it. He 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 became a background character yeah. really quickly. He might show up in the next. No, he wouldn't show up in the next one. It, it, oh, he might. Maybe Stop end, spoiling it. Bloody hell. <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen the next one. Well, sorry, I have seen the next one, but I don't remember the next one. Maybe in the next one, he strides to the front and is like, the silence will not go to the moon. I'm next and I'm going to the moon first. C- could it be that they want to save Nixon for a Nixon episode? You know, to do more of a Nixon... Because he's also one of these historical Kodak moments, yeah. you know. But why wouldn't you have just made this the Nixon episode? Because like, they easily... they'd already written the silence mm. thing. I don't know. Hippies is a conspiracy. <laughs> all I, right. re- I really like the point where he puts all three fingers down, pressing three buttons at once on that recording equipment to be like, this is really good that we had installed in here, guys. This will be a real lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> Watergate anyone? Never mind. Oh, right. <laughs> I see. <laughs> the brightest and best podcasting to you tonight, Robert. What do you say, too? Is he a good Nixon? I've he's, not seen many things. I think he's barely Nixon a Nixon at all. He's just got a rubber nose. <laughs> Huge rubber nose. <laughs> yes. I don't, is, I, is he really barely a Nixon at all? I feel like. I mean, he did a good cartoonish Nixon, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Cartoonish Nixon, how? What, as in, he had a, he had the right hairline and he was a big guy? Yeah, I mean, I'm, and also a little bit of the voice? No? Barely. You're a voice guy. Well, I mean, I'm the Nixon from Futurama guy, but... That's, that's the only Nixon I know, really. I mean, I've seen <laughs> yeah. some, some clips of Nixon in documentaries. Jim, but... did you ever see Frost Nixon? No. Frank Langella was a Nixon. I think he was a better Nixon. Okay. There will be no whitewash in the White House. That was my real Nixon. Oh, got two Nixons. <laughs> <laughs> so we have three rivers and two Nixons. <laughs> That's a hell of a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't shoot anyone. Okay. Okay. Wait, hang on. Wait. Shit. All right. Did we overload you with Nixons? I was thinking, wait, hang on. Isn't there maybe a way that they could fix this or that the doctor could fix this, but he, but the silence was there. Can we, can we talk about the silence? Like, what is their role here? What are they doing? Don't explain this. Is to be a Men in Black homage. Well, yeah, because of their suits. Bingo. And <laughs> why? Why do they and wear the mind suits? wiping? So that we I have c- asked this on the show before. <laughs> Someone answered this man's question. I'm like, so so they're that- quite happy down in the underground, living like bats. They must smell they like shit. Suits. They must smell like feces and mud. Why? Why must they? They are in the sewers. They're under. They have to lift one of those Ninja Turtles lids, and they're down there <laughs> crawling against the lids. fucking wall. It's called a manhole cover, <laughs> and it can be a cover for many things of subterranean. Many types of subterranean networks. Yeah, because I don't think they were sewers. They were just saying there's a network of tunnels that are hundreds of years old, so they predate the sewers. Yeah, that run all over the earth except under South Wales in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we've destroyed them by 2020, haven't we? Of course. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And all the tunnels disintegrated, obviously, when you kill the silence, so... Wait, they killed the silence? Solved. What? No, what? no, no one. Spoilers. Oh, damn it. I don't know. <laughs> don't you they remember away. anything. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> well, I'm going to remember this now. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're getting away from the silence. We're forgetting the silence. They are men in black types. Yeah. 
know. Like, what? What is their role here? The only thing I so remember far is, is they wipe joy from the world. Does, but, oh, Jim, does <laughs> um, later on? I think maybe there is something that explains, and I think later on they work for the church, they, don't they? They don't. They like infiltrate. They can make you think certain things because Amy. Ooh. Amy doesn't remember seeing the silence, but she remembers that she's got to tell the doctor something. So there's a there's a part of her that is hot, like remembering something, and I think they can like influence people, and they oh, I don't know. She takes a picture of one of them yeah. as well, and the silence doesn't seem to mind. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you're, a, you're a strange you future alien, and you don't know what a camera phone is. Yeah. Like, oh. It but, doesn't matter. You look at the photo, and then you as soon as you close your phone, you forget again. Like they don't care. Is is that going to happen though? Why not? Well, I don't know. I'm sure this photo is going to... Unless you constantly have the phone out in front of you and you're looking at it all the time. Okay, well, even that is already a thing, isn't it? Like, that's a that's being able to prevent forgetting about the silence without being, you know, joyed, without being disintegrated. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that this photo is going to show up in part two. I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, why are they there? I don't, I, I don't understand. They're everywhere. Why? Why? What? Because they... they've been successful at reproducing. I don't yeah, know. They've Why? Just, they've just infiltrated our planet. They're using our resources, and we and they. But without spoiling anything, do you feel that they or do they? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Fundamental question: Do they have an agenda, or are they like the mind jadoon? Like, do they work for someone else who has an agenda? I don't uh, remember them working for I'm pretty sure else. they're foot soldiers. Are they? Yeah. For who? For the church? Yeah. It is the church, right? It's the future church. I can't remember well. what, what it's called. The church where everyone's naked. <laughs> naked church. I might be conflating this like with a, a dream I once had. No? It's, it's all spoilery and but, uh, hard to remember. But, but do they have an agenda? What are they trying to do? Be evil? I don't, I don't know. I have a question. Shoot. Do you think that the the silence as written being to do with memory loss is what's making it so difficult to remember? Are our brains just that crap <laughs> that they put the villain associated with memory loss next to actual memory loss <laughs> and like the exit shoot and they just fall out the back of our heads like all the time? Yeah, maybe. Are we that simple? <laughs> yeah, probably. We're all just hairless monkeys. I've got some hair. I was going to say, yeah, but we're not three of us on. I'm talking for yourself. Oh, I'm talking about the. That's f- a low blow. Dig it on the body. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, for the record, Jim, the fish. I was fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a hairy fish would be much weirder. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, last series, the silence. We didn't know what the silence was, and they were talking about silence will fall. And silence will fall, but there was also a lot about memory and things falling through the crack will are forgotten. Um, okay, and okay. Amy for, for remembering things and forgetting things. That was a really big theme last year. So, but it's it's, it's a thematic such a different link. thing. Yeah, beast now. But and my point is, okay, that I decided to circumvent the fallacy of my memory mm-hmm. and i went back fallacy i went with circumcised the phallus of i went back to the pandorica opens yeah. and i looked up what happens when that crack in the tardis screen appears and it mm. says silence will fall yeah. and the voice from that is silence will fall is it a silence men in black dude absolutely not 
One hundred percent. Wait, not. did we hear him speak? Yeah. 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 This is yeah. about Joy and Amy. I don't say about Joy. I mean, yeah. Honestly, you can remember so. any spoiler <laughs> under the sun. <laughs> this episode. I'm, I'm fairly confident that voice never returns in this yeah. series. There are other voices oh, really? associated with the science other than the creepy. Yeah. Do we ever find out different what? silence voices? There'll be Barry White silence <laughs> and uh, Joe Pasquale say, silence. Yeah, they all sound different. <laughs> why, would, why would there be one silence voice? That was just a different silence. Do we ever find out what the voice, the silence will fall voice in Pandora Opens is, or who that is? Do they? I don't think they ever say silence will fall in this series. No, I think, I think it all it's gets dead white. now. It's just a fresh silence means something different now. Okay. So it's they've they've not retconned, but they've repurposed silence as yeah. a thing. Yeah. Just the way that they repurposed the crack. Yeah. Repurposed the, the crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Oh my god. Jim sings that all the time while we're driving that. In, in your voice. <laughs> oh, that makes me inordinately pleased. <laughs> Just imagine someone doing that in America and you'll be even happier. <laughs> Speaking of repurposing things, I, I, I don't know if I'm misremembering, if I'm remembering correctly, or if I'm misremembering. There is a diner scene in this one. There is. Mm. Is this the same diner? I think it is. As later on, with right? Clara. With Capaldi and Clara yeah. and what's what's me. her face? Me. And that's me. the one. When I Capaldi th- loses all his memories. Was, yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh! Whoa! Mind blown, dude. Yes. This is the same. So <laughs> they are now in a TARDIS. diner. Yeah. Well, it's not a TARDIS yet, but it will become a TARDIS. It will a become a TARDIS. I think so, yeah. Oh, that's so It's really literally cool. the same... I'm pretty sure it is, yeah, because as soon as you walked into it, I kind of... I immediately thought of Clara, and I was like, yes, wait, it can't, it's not that. It can't be that, because that's so far in the future. But, it, but she's sure hanging around throughout his timeline, she so she might well be in the background. <gasps> she could be a waitress, like, <clears throat> bussing tables. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Google Doctor Who, Clara, Diner... Just to see, just to see. Why do, was do. the doctor in the toilet? Why? Yeah. Well, I it assume... is 100% the same yeah. one. It is, it's yeah. the Elvis door and everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I assumed he'd part the TARDIS back there. Yeah, it was. It was you could, back to get his You could see it through the door. Oh, could you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. awkward. Yeah, you had gone to the toilet. Other guys in there that are like, I'm just going to take a whiz and uh, end up in another <laughs> dimension. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you could see it anyway. <laughs> So there's a TARDIS inside the TARDIS? <laughs> inside the toilet. But inside the toilet but inside the toilet of the diner, which is actually a TARDIS. It's not or, a TARDIS yet. But not a TARDIS yet, or is is this a real diner and later on a TARDIS is trying to look like this diner? I don't really remember. Why what? can't it be a real diner How that then they, they turn into a TARDIS? Why what oh like hmm. you take a physical form like it's a real well, it's not a police box, though, because it's it just got trapped in that. Yeah. So, but later yeah. on, when he goes into it, oh, so wait, okay, could it be that the future TARDIS, Clara's and Me's TARDIS, yeah. it looks like a, like a diner toilet. <laughs> it doesn't look like a diner, it looks like a diner toilet. And when they were in the diner, the Clara doctor scene, they are in an actual diner and then they go into the toilet and fly off. Cause no, because you like see, the 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 they see the diner, diner fly. Oh, in yeah. space. Yeah. I forgot about that. It looks yeah. like shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Donina. Mm. Okay. Drew, you look like a man with a thing with on a his note. mind. With a note in his hand. Yes. I really didn't like River at one point in this episode. Oh, when? It was. After the doc had been shot and Amy is grieving and 
Amy's going, he's dead, he's dead. And River goes, actually, Amy, technically he was already dead because he was in between lives. Therefore, your rationale for emoting is baseless. <laughs> yeah, he, robot. he died 30 seconds ago. Like, you should be over it by now. Yes, exactly. Mm. It wasn't technically a death. Amy, you fool. <laughs> oh, it actually sounds a little bit like him. <laughs> um, but can we talk about Amy's response? And can we compare it to her response when her future husband died? Oh, oh. on multiple occasions. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you've done it for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it no comparison? Slightly comparable to the dream one. No, that's because that's the one where she goes. Come back. But it's, it's the same kind of... The dream one. You mean the... Come back. Amy's choice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only good one. That's the only, yeah. like, realistic, but she's proper not like, human one. Like, this one, she's crying. She's throwing herself on the body. She's, like, yeah. absolutely distraught. She's beside oh, no, herself. Yeah. I, I forgot all that bit. I, yeah. I was thinking of the diner. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, with the with Rory, she's just... Look, yeah. She's so, like, cold and, like, yeah. Well, she's just a... I mean... She's not good girlfriend or partner material mm. at all. I don't know. Maybe Rory is teaching her how to connect with her softer side now that they are They've been being properly domestic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But there, okay. there is a feeling that they're still kind of they're resetting and trying to grow the relationship again. I don't know. What, what is it they do? They're, there's something about um, him him being kind of jealous. Oh, the description of. River saying when she gets swept off her feet, like a young, impressionable girl. Yeah. And the doctor lands. He's got all this kind of amazing things about him and these adventure oh, yeah, stories. Yeah. And Rory's just like, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's not thinking of it as kind of like, oh, yeah, we've gone through that. It's very much kind of, it looks like it's a worry still. Yeah. You definitely get that like, feeling. I've also been victimized by this yeah. phenomenon. Yeah. And when they um, first see the doctor as well and... Amy's like, oh, you were like, sen- like sending his messages. We saw that, um, and I'm sure she calls him a flirt. And then Rory's like, um, husband here, and he's yeah. like, he has to remind oh. her to stop. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I liked that continue. one though. Really? Yeah, I don't like many, but I like that one. Yeah. Husband, and th- because the doctor is then actually really pleased to see Rory. Like, yeah. Oh, Rory, you're also here. Rory I didn't realise the call for extras had gone out. Mm. He's, but he's actually does, meant to be there. He does it twice. He has the same, like, calls him Rory the Roman. Yeah, yeah that's pretty great. It's nice. Yeah, but yeah. that's 195 years apart. Exactly, I mean, yeah. We, we repeat jokes on this podcast every fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, 195 years later, he still has that warmth for him and he still remembers him as Rory the Roman. Oh, it's a good thing. It's a good yes, thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Now you agree with me. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, well, I liked it. Can I ask, why the 190 years? Why this break? Why, why did they part ways and, you know, he did his own thing and then weirdly through television tried to communicate to them? And he couldn't I think t- of anything new to call Rory and he tried for a really long time. And at, <laughs> at some point he thought, I just got to cut my I, losses. I don't think that that's what happened. Do you not? No. What do you think happened? Well, I think the rest of the episode will tell you. But I, I, oh, I think there's, oh. it's purely 200, well, 190 years has passed between the two Doctor instances. But it's not that he hasn't been with them. It's just it's in their future. Rory can't be 200 years old. Oh, hang on, wait, he's already 2,000 years old. No, he's not. He's, yeah, he but wasn't an autumn. The doctor now. can go off and do travelling for 30 years, come back and see him next week, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's not that there has been no contact in between these two doctors. Wait, so so are you saying... Wait, what are you saying? Are you saying that the doctor... Wait, shit, the, the what the are you f- saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously the, doc, the doctor doesn't leave this diner and then come back in 200 years... 
to the same diner exactly where they left off. Are you sure? Well, like, yeah, because you see him. He goes, he goes to um, Nixon, and, and then they start following the trail. And you know, that's that's what he does. He's, he's yeah, but when when like before they do the whole Nixon thing, uh, which is with the oh yeah shit. Basically, well, I'm I'm using a little bit of hindsight because I can remember kind of this does wrap up. I think fairly well as as well as you can expect from do you mean with the second part of this episode or just the whole no the whole series? the whole series yeah. oh blurg like yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure 200 years passes for the doctor <gasps> and he comes back and we see the significant parts of that yeah we do and they are involved in that yeah yeah i remember oh, I amy's so cut they... it off at some point so there must be some period of separation there. yeah i think i think the next oh, series yeah. there's a a real kind of elongated farewell to Rory and Amy which is pretty shit but I think this one is them involved and it all comes back round to yeah. this first episode and you again. see yeah you see the build up to that so at the point where he's 200 years older he goes back into their history and for them they haven't seen him for a long time but he just left them last week like he's wait for him wait so he's 200 years older yeah. but he's just seen but them last seen week in their future in Oh. Wait, what does he do for... Oh, you know what? This is going to be a massive spoiler. I, 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 okay. But there are there are points where he goes off and yeah, and he travels without them for a bit and then he comes back and are we gonna like, get- in that two months that they haven't seen him, he's gone off and done adventures and stuff. But yeah, the, but he sees in that 200 year period, he keeps going back and checking in with them kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I do remember there being a, some sort of break where they decide we want to have our normal life i think that's later though is that later because yeah. there's the episode with the little boxes everyone gets a little yeah. cube or something and at that point they just have like they have a house and a life or yeah, whatever because yeah. amy keeps talking about age, she's aging really quickly because obviously her friends her friends yeah. are like she's a lot older than them because yeah, exactly. she's had more days traveling yeah okay so why oh, i don't know is this amy be- has friends well. since when <laughs> do you not remember mel do you not remember that <laughs> yeah is wait is mel good looking guy no. No. Oh, do you not remember good looking guy? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. old man with tie stuck in yeah, car? I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I remember the elderly strippergram customer, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why else would he know who she is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it was supposed to be a work party, but no one else showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'm wearing a tie again. Yeah. And only a time. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Everything else got stuck in the door that time. Yeah. <laughs> I watched. Ouch. It. <laughs> I meant clue. Uh, okay. Wait. 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 Is this a? At least tell me. Is this a plot hole, or is this also dealt with later on? Why does he try to communicate with them via the TV? Why? Why not just? Why not just go and visit? Because he's a showman. It's fun. Yeah, I think he is just showing off. He's really? just like, look at me, I'm on Laurel and Hardy. And How does he know that they're watching Laurel and Hardy right then? But he doesn't. He's done it everywhere. And So every film has the Doctor <laughs> dancing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's I straight. think it's kind of implied that Rory is a Laurel and Hardy fan. He, and ah. he's trying to get but, Amy. But Amy's got this history book as well. And she's just picking yeah. up random. Like, she's, she's searching him out. So any reference of a Doctor in history... Because Rory's just like, oh, oh, you know what? I forgot about that. Bit. Yeah, because yeah, Rory's right. like, oh, you know, it could just be any old doctor. And then they're like, no. And then a sci-fi thing happened. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, it's yeah, probably yeah. him. Yeah, it's that guy. So it's not just him. But I think it's a two-pronged attack. It's it's be really blatant 
to get myself noted in history yeah. and look at things that they are interested, they're interested in, in yeah. and pop up there as well. Yeah. But who knows that he's not sending, also sending messages to like other companions and stuff. He, he must She thinks have. it's all about her. He a hundred percent is like, you know, companion cheating. Yeah. Okay. Here's another question. <laughs> Why make them spend hard earned money on a trip to the States when he can just pick them up and take them there for free? To go, well, why don't you take some time off work and <laughs> and pay for a, a plane and then probably get stuck behind a screaming child on the 12 hour transatlantic mm. flights and, you know, and get, get lose your the luggage. Middle of nowhere. Exactly. Like, is it not a hitchhike on a school bus? Was it a school bus? Is that what happened? I'm pretty sure it was just a school bus. It's a bus is on its way to a cult. district. Yeah. Oh, really? And they look like the backpackers who have just stuck off them out. Yeah. Because, yeah, I hadn't actually thought about that. I, I love, like, he sends a message to River in prison and she starts packing. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, send everybody down here. I don't know what to do. Um, and I love that, like, obviously he has to send himself, like, a cryptic message to get him there. But, yeah, yeah. why couldn't, like, 200-year-old older doctor could have just gone and picked up Rory and Amy and said, come on, we've got a... Also, I, I had to pick up River as well and Canton, what's his face? River, River, can, River, take River can take care of herself. Exactly, Can, Canton yeah. III lives in America. It's easy for him to get wherever they America's are. America's massive. Where, where are they? Exactly. The doctor sends a, a letter. He's got to figure out those coordinates. That could be like eight states over. <laughs> I feel like older doctor has more shit going on than yes. picking up people at this point. No, you're right. Um, he's got a time machine. Well, yeah. you're all the time. That's a thing you could say world. about most things in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does he bother sticking to a linear progression of anything? He could just <laughs> hop back and say, you know what? Let's just do it a quick way. <laughs> That's a super good point. Especially as in this episode, they even say, who decides time can be rewritten? Pretty much him. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. He makes up the rules. We don't Every episode he says something different. <laughs> I appreciate that the planet or the universe was imploding and exploding at the same time the last time this happened, but very recently he did see himself die mm. and then go and fix it, right? In the museum, in yes. the fake yeah. no, v or fake... He faked his death. He, well, he didn't He's pretty much dead. He was dying and then... He was only kept alive by the Pandorica. Yeah. Didn't so, he, but for the Pandorica, he would have been dead. But Didn't he, he talked to himself. But he told, nah. Yeah, he told himself what the plan was, so he yeah. knew that he wasn't going to die. So therefore, he knew that if I go up and I get shot by a Dalek, I'm not going to die. Oh, shit, I just got that. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, oh, well done, Doctor. So it was like, divert <laughs> these guys for 12 minutes or whatever it is. Um, 12. Getting in there for Drew. I want to point out that I got it right the first time. You don't have to repeat. Thank you. You were looking for confirmation, and and Drew was looking at his phone. (laughs) Twelve minutes. Um, That's awesome. Well done, Doctor. I didn't get that. You know what? Can I go back and re? Like, can I revisit my rating for that episode? I can't remember what I gave it. It was high enough. (laughs) Okay. Oh, was that the one? Oh, that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Four point seven or something. Okay, forget it. Why is the girl calling the president? It is explained. It is explained is in it? the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is why I quite like this episode because I can remember that everything that, well, pretty much everything that um, is kind of intriguing, they have a decent explanation for, mm. which is pretty rare because, especially a two-parter, is often it sets up a load of stuff and you're just like, what? How? 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 No, it's just going to be 
It's going to be a fucking squareness gun again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how you hate that squareness gun. It comes up every time. <laughs> yeah. I never saw it used originally. I just saw it brought back for that. <laughs> Till the end of the show. But it's a cracking... Um, <laughs> it is a cracking ending this time around. I, I hadn't really, like... I didn't have my eye on the clock, so I didn't know how much further there was to go and then suddenly just amy shoots the astronaut i was like oh, what i wasn't like i'd forgotten that that was how it ended yeah that was um, a shock yeah and then it just ends they're like no <laughs> like, yeah that's good i really want to see their continuation yeah i know me too i didn't like the slow-mo though wait what was slow-mo slow-mo slow amy spinning around in slow-mo talking at normal speed saying i'm saving your life oh but that scene was <laughs> uh, done by guest director john woo it's <laughs> <laughs> all the white doves I'd in the background I, I doves, but yeah. <laughs> also does anybody shoot anyone without looking first like the... but the astronaut already raised does that mean when amy turned around with the gun the the visor was up and you could see there was a child in there oh was it yeah but the, the oh, astronaut really? had already raised the hand, so Amy just quickly went for the gun and but was the, just going to shoot. But the astronaut didn't have a gun in its hand. Oh, no, because it didn't... No, you didn't, never it saw was, a gun no. in the Is the girl point. on stilts inside the, no. the suit, it's by the way? Explained. It's explained. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, she's on another girl's shoulders. <laughs> There's another... On there another are, girl's shoulders? Like, is that where the astronaut torso is, like, that's twice That's a slightly size? older river that's supporting her. So there are actually four rivers throughout <laughs> this entire episode. <laughs> But, but There's a baby river in each leg. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all wearing lots of swaddling so that they don't just spark off each other. Oh, cool. Yes. <laughs> Six rivers. <laughs> Can you dig it? That's pretty pretty awesome. That's mm. good stuff. <laughs> it's such a weird episode, though, because I can remember all the bits. I'm not left with these questions, but I think if you're left with these questions, is it a good episode? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, that's got very simply answered. Thank you. It's an extremely <laughs> no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's an extremely ambiguous episode. It it does leave you. It, it left me certainly struggling for a rating. Yeah. In that, a lot does hinge on whether these things are answered well. But but even I don't know. I suppose because because when you consider a, another two parter comparable like Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead, there is a lot sort of more determinate action set pieces that resolve there here it's like just one continuous long snaking build-up with mysteries gathering and yeah. nothing is resolved at any point they just aggregate yeah and not everything is resolved in the next episode as i remember as well so yeah. it, there's a lot of investment that you have to kind of take on board and that's not necessarily what doctor who is about i quite like it personally yeah. I, I think this is something that um maybe the show's been missing yeah yeah i quite like a good arc mm. and two arcs yeah please <laughs> bring it on <laughs> oh jim you should review trial of a time lord with leon should i now let's do it <laughs> <laughs> okay it, it, spaceman spaceman <laughs> <laughs> The, the, I really uh, wish I could remember the intro, but it's so different to the rest of the song. <laughs> Why don't you take me into... No, I I'm a man and I'm going to space because I've got this suit all over my face. It's, it's something like that, isn't it? <laughs> my starship's going all over the place. Well, it, okay, maybe not that last bit, but the bit that you said before that is relevant to this. The, the, oh, yeah. The, there are... 
throughout Doctor Who, including a new Who, tons and tons of time is when the Doctor encounters someone in a spacesuit. Mm. So we've already talked about the, uh, what's it called, the Forest of the Dead, Sons in the Library situation. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, We we have this. We have, I feel like we've had another spacesuit in New Who, in fact, as well. Have we? They have suits in... As in, like, the the beasts... Beast. The beast below, not the beast below, the, the Satan, the pit? Satan pit. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've had. I mean, not just like people in spacesuits, but like where the yeah, the bad like... guy, the alien, the whatever is. We only see the image of a spacesuit, mm. and there's in in classic who we've encountered it at least once. There's the ambassadors of death, which is also just like spacesuits, but and there's an alien inside it, but we don't. I'm not sure we get to see it. Uh huh. There's that one episode that uh, I. Th- thought was a different episode but it turns out it's not it's whatever i can't remember it's not an author episode it's a different one shit balls fans of who back when will know the episode i'm talking about <laughs> there's an episode with tom baker where it, there are aliens that look exactly like astronauts uh, I, and i think this might have been i think maybe one of our listeners pointed this out that in classic who in particular this was a thing because the bbc just happened to have a bunch of spacesuits so if in doubt if the budget didn't allow you to design a new alien just put the alien in a spacesuit is this for when britain successfully launched its own mission to the moon and and then they had britain a b- became a thing and the space bbc maybe. was ready to go it might have been a thing like maybe spacesuits as a it like were part of the public consciousness like the audience would automatically associate spacesuits with future and sci-fi and science mm. and whatever like this is where we're heading as a na- uh, nation but we've had this on my point they, is we've had this on doctor who before do they use it in the um Angels episode, are they, are they in spacesuits? Are they the Byzantium? No, I don't think they have any master. They any, like have, They can just breathe everything, can't they? But they're wearing something because they have the um, the audio thing. It's like blipping. I think it's just military get-up. Yeah. yeah. But I think the Spaceman, is, is that kind of a trope of that era of sci-fi, though? I'm, I'm, well, a little bit later. I'm thinking of um, Back to the Future. Oh, yes, nice. Which Drew correctly uh, picked up on earlier in a, a previous episode. But yeah, Marty McFly kind of appears in a, a hazmat suit and it's mistaken as like a, a alien from outer space yeah, in right. a spacesuit thing. And it, it, it's set in the 50s, I think. They're there in the 50s yeah. kind of looking at this this suit and it's, it's very kind of like futuristic and scary. It's just like, and it, because there's a mask, so you can't see the face. I can see how, it, it you know, it... it takes on a different kind of perspective yeah it is is a bit creepy when you can't see what's going on inside you know behind a visor yeah agreed i I, i've just googled this is astronauts in space by the way that's a picture of the alien beautiful looking astronaut oh sorry uh, not astronauts in space what the shit what what am i saying (laughs) ambassadors of death astronauts in space (laughs) (laughs) got every word wrong oh well okay i got a preposition right yeah well done me how about I mention some things that I like? Oh, Let's yeah. hear them. How about when River is actually making the TARDIS silent and <gasps> invisible? That's nice. And turning on the scanner. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, mm. running around, clearing up the Doctor's mess. I, I like that she can do that. Mm-hmm. I think I have trouble with the fact that I don't think it's ever used again. The TARDIS stays being the crap TARDIS that... And it's meant to be, because that's fun. It's nice that it's a bit broken and all this kind of stuff. Well, it's not but, broken. The doctor just... Well, he is, doesn't know how to use it, yeah. yeah. He just refuses to learn from but River. But then who... But who teaches River? Maybe she the just doctor. reads the manual. But if the doctor refuses... 
to learn like if the doctor doesn't know how to make it invisible now he's tried to and he can't then in the future he must like how does he teach because doesn't, doesn't she say that she had a good teacher or something at but some she point? mean but i think she's implying that the doctor taught her yeah, yeah that's what you i think can, you can surpass he your know. teacher he doesn't know how to fly it if, if we never surpass a teacher how how are we here how okay, can we have I'll, a civilization <laughs> And also, I'm not so sure that he doesn't just... Inter- in this episode, he clearly does not know well enough. But there's... there's We've probably already had the episode with Tennant, maybe? I can't remember now. Where it, she says the sound that... The, like the classic TARDIS noise yeah. is just him leaving the handbrake on. Yeah. And then uh, he goes, oh, but I like that sound. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, he does he, know how to fly it. But, I think so, yeah. But then in this episode, he wanted it to be invisible and he couldn't make it invisible. She had to do it for yeah, him. Right. So, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Like although, although then he says have you got the scanners working yet like he but knows he knows she's going to turn it on yeah. I hate you now you're dead <laughs> oh that bugged me because yeah. he couldn't have heard that reply yeah. but she's always saying it it's a pretty good guess yeah what he yeah. should have done was a couple of other times in the episode said no you don't and everybody's <laughs> like fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I thought the most deserved I hate you was when he called her Mrs. Robinson. Yes. No, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But how how awful. You're the legs and you're Mrs. Robinson. (laughs) It's not a favourable comparison. I suppose it's because Alex Kingston's older than Matt Smith, but she's actually a good 850, 60, 70 years younger than the Doctor. So, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it's also I liked it as well. It's funny, but I can I would have been as enraged as her. <laughs> Sorry, when I when I went meh, I meant Mrs. Robinson. Anyway, <laughs> I have another thing I like, which is when the doctor doesn't trust anyone, and he's mm. Amy's trying to convince him, and yeah. she he says swear on something, swear on something, really good. So and she, something that means something. Yeah, yeah. And she picks fish fingers and custard. Yeah, mm. that's and nice. And even though Matt Smith acted that scene out with a, an entirely different actress, a little girl, you really buy it. Mm. And then he calls her Amelia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I what is that? Oh, yeah, that's that's a nice payoff for yeah. that. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. a good way of resolving the tension. Is there anything else I liked? Oh, yeah, some lines. Some lines. Oh, let's hear them. You've got that he's hot when he's clever face. This is my normal face. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, that's what it says. Zing. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were more zings. Um, what's, the, what's the another zing? I mean, I'm just, I'm just repeating love, the episode. I now. love how far you're scrolling to say, at the start of this, he was like, oh, I've, I've got a couple of couple notes. couple of notes. <laughs> <laughs> literally pages. Oh, Amy's talking about cool aliens. He's like, what would you call me? An alien. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that and that alone. Oh, oh, poor doctor. Oh, oh, there was That's her trying to neg the doctor. By the way, mm. <laughs> uh, you think? Yeah, you think it's not just pants? You think so? Or oh, maybe I don't. Re- well, to be honest with you, I don't really remember how, that how scene. Can, <laughs> how can you neg someone when they know that you live to be for near them? them? Yes. Well, okay. I guess that's a fair point. Oh, I don't know. Go for it. Go. For it. What's your next point? Well, my next point was that I give up. When River Song is saying, I'm quite the screamer, spoilers. Oh, yeah. I wrote down, more fanboy Mary Sue wank. Mm. I, that was too much for me. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I thought it was a bit inappropriate for a family show in general. And so true. Like you, well, obviously, you have to have a dirty mind to get it, but yeah. Oddly placed dialogue. I don't. I don't get it. What? No, I'm kidding. You no. Know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. It is inappropriate, but that's that was. I, I like that. 
That's good. Every now and then I just want someone to be super hard or like crazy horny. <laughs> Funner. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like, um, since when do you drink wine? I'm 1103. I must have drunk it at some time. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then he spits it out. It's like, yeah. oh, the white is gross. He's, he's like a child yeah. who thinks that he's an adult. It's wonderful. I think in general, this is quite a good episode to get the, the kind of serious and the silly doctor. It's a good intro yeah. episode. And it, it never again. gets too silly yeah. and too serious. It's, I think it's quite well balanced. I need to rewatch this, but was Matt Smith great in this? I want to yes. say he was great in this. Yes, he's always great. So. He's always he's great. fantastic. There was a line that made me laugh out loud, and I'm trying to find it because it was brilliant. But um, as I'm scrolling through like quotes from this episode, okay. I'm coming across other things. Um, so um, they're talking about 1969. Rory goes, "Oh, the moon landing was in 69. Is that where we're going?" Doctor says, "A lot more happens in 69 than anyone remembers. Human beings. I thought I'd never get done saving you." And how he says that, like past tense. I'm like, and it's he's really sad about it, and it really feels like he knows what's coming, and that's like I think that's the first kind of oh, in, like clue that he's gonna die. And it's Which, is that huh? one of the things okay. that doesn't quite work out but, then in yeah because the retcon knowledge. Uh, you know what makes that work out yeah. on BBC America? That then segued into an into an advert for 1969 classic Doctor Who on DVD. Pat Trowden, the second Doctor. Buy it now. <laughs> this is the one that made me laugh out loud. Um, so when they're in the diner and the, um, they're all really sad about the Doctor and they, they're like, um, and then he walks like really casually out of the toilet um, and River says, River says, this is cold. Even by your standards, this is cold. In this response, or hello, as people used to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Can we redo the intro where it's just Marie going, this is one that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> Actually, my beef with the screamer part was a two-part beef. Oh. oh. Which is that she gets down in the hole and she sees... <laughs> <laughs> in the what, sorry? In the hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> down pit. And she sees... <laughs> And she sees the silence hanging out. And what does she do? Quiet as a mouse. Not a scream. Yeah, true. Not a peep yeah. to be heard. <laughs> true. Well, she doesn't scream under those situations, true. <laughs> she was lying about that bit. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, of course. Only if a silence was ravishing her would she then start on. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. They do have those really funky middle fingers. Yeah, exactly. Indicative of something else. You know what they say about guys with funky middle fingers? Evolutionary <laughs> pressure, so to speak. <laughs> Sorry, Marie, what was that? Downstairs under the TARDIS trying to work out what do we do? And he literally po- like hangs upside down and pops his head down. Oh, and he's yeah. like, I'm being very clever up here and nobody's here to like... What's the what point of you? What's the yeah. point of you? Yeah. <laughs> nobody's reacting to my talk foonery. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find my vodka. <gasps> Hang on, podcast land. There's a vodka escape. Uh, time out. And now it is time to rate this. Did we laugh or hate this? Bing bong, bing bong. Hey, la 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 la. Ratings. Drew, is that winking and indicating of your microphone that you want to start off? Yes. Why? Oh. It very much is. I've written a review. <laughs> I think the really noticeable thing about this episode is how great it looks. Yeah, it does look Ooh. good actually. Yeah, it's very Production cinematic. 
Yeah, there's wide landscape shots. There's also lots of inventive camera work. You've got the feet walking through the doors at the beginning. It's really Ooh. propulsive. They they also take advantage of Matt Smith's face a lot in this episode. They're not afraid to get right up in it and let him imprint himself on it as the Doctor. There's a very effective use of colour palettes. Basically, the cinematographer had a blast. I thought this was a fairly enjoyable slab of high-concept hokum that sets up a mystery. So, Doctor Who in a nutshell... Although, in whirling back and forth between the beginning and the end, I do have a bit of a tummy ache. 3.0. Wait, 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 wait. Does everyone else in the room have a rating in mind? No, I don't know. I don't either, but it's... I mean, spoilers, it's definitely higher than 3.0. Yeah, it's higher than that. That seems fairly low. You haven't really given us any negatives about this episode. Well, it was difficult to rate in that everything seems quite provisional, quite preliminary. Mm. It's difficult in that... There are very few sort of extended introductions to compare it to. I There was some good action. There were a few good lines. But I don't know. I, I suppose I didn't feel immediate suspense. Didn't you feel the drama and the, like, what's going to happen next week? Intrigue. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just sort of thinking last week you spent an hour and a half slagging the episode off and then gave it a 3.6. I'm extremely contrary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. All right, wait, hang on. Before before we continue, can we all just pick a rough rating in our heads? Done. Done. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just Who wants them, to go next? Let's just say them all together after three. Really? That's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're all the same. No, okay, don't. <laughs> I'll give you a negative. Oh. Okay. That's not how a proper Viking burial works. That's not the way to destroy every last cell in a Time Lord's body. That'll just get him a bit singed and yeah. might take his skin off. There's oh. going to be plenty of cells left. No, that's very true. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> which, is why, which is why it's not 5.0. <laughs> it's definitely not 5.0. Oh, oh, no. thought about Minus that two solid marks. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a bad mood today. <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? I'll, I'll jump in. All I don't, right. I don't really know what I'm going to say about it, but um, I think... It is a difficult one to know how to judge because I can remember all the things that wrap it up later in the series or the next episode. And there is a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of unanswered questions. But I think it's in its favour in a way because I know that they get solved. But it's 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 quite a different kind of Doctor Who feely thing. And it, the production values are obviously ramped up. And it feels, it feels quite American in a way because they're in America and it's a different production value and all this kind of stuff. And it's... It's not quite what we had before, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and I think there's, as I said before, like the Doctor is very much in the kind of sweet spot of a bit silly, a bit serious. Um, I think all the companions are generally fulfilling what they're meant to do. Rory's maybe not played as well as he could have been, but... As usual. As usual, yeah. <laughs> but he, I think, actually, contrary to what Drew said, like he does have exposition, but he's not always asking questions, which is generally what the companion does and they're being a bit stupid and they're being the audience not knowing what's going on he's actually stating things which is slightly different but still quite crap um but yeah he's the one who's saying we need to do this properly and then he sends him out and burns him ineffectively well rory but i kind of like that he stepped up to that and he's the one that obviously pushed the boat out he's the one that stood in the water and you know he's as Partly the least attached to the Doctor can perform that role when everyone else would be... See, I, I don't think know. it sort of slightly bothered me because I was like, oh, they've got the man to do it rather than actually oh, someone who ca- like, cares about him more. Uh, like, 
river sending him off. I, I saw it as more, it's the, the caretaker who can push it out rather than yeah. the family member. I, yeah. d- I don't oh, know. Interesting. But um, no, I think, I think there, there are a lot of good things in this episode and I would give it a 4.0. Other noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my noises into words and say that Nixon was a wasted opportunity. There. Mm. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. The, it, then again, we have had ever so briefly Abraham Lincoln in Doctor Who. And isn't that also a wasted opportunity? To be fair, I think he was better than Churchill. Like, <gasps> they, were both as, <laughs> they were both as cartoonish. And I don't know, the, the way that Churchill is in his episode is a bit too chummy with the Doctor. And it's a bit, I don't know, unbelievable. Whereas this is just, he's a bit flummoxed he he doesn't really know what to do and he's made to look stupid in in the end really he's just the one that kind of conveys a message whilst his best team goes and sorts everything out and i don't know i, I, don't, I, know. I don't mind that as a cameo really for someone who's kind of seen in a bad light in history and you know it, bu- it bugged me that he was not seen in even a, a slightly bad light in this one. But I think he's he's not seen as a an amazing light he's not seen as the savior or the the hero that's um Canton the third, you know, he's he's the one that's coming along for the ride. Yes, but <sighs> I can actually see what Jim's saying. Given all the cartoonish portrayals of him previously, to see him as a slightly average, limited guy, yeah, as he was in history, is a balance to what's gone before. I, I think it that's probably a better way of using like the the piece of history you want to put in the show. I, I don't know if they have to put all these characters in the show, to be honest, but mm. rather than it being just Oh, he's our um, sub-hero of the week. Um, it's just like, yeah. no, he's a, a bystander. <laughs> yeah, very similar to you. It always makes for the best telly. <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say that I, I, I'm, I'm so very... My experience or knowledge of Nixon is so incredibly limited that the only thing that I, I, I can really relate to is this caricature of, of Nixon. I'm, My I, fellow I'm Earthicans. Kind of there with you. <laughs> In in general, it's almost as though Nixon is not believable because he doesn't ascribe to the same stereotype that we are normally fed when Nixon shows up in something, which is the crook, you know. And here he was, uh, fine, he didn't make any executive decisions of merit, but he chose to hand over that responsibility to the doctor as the good guy would. And he also listened to and calmed and you know just yeah he was very therapeutic in his conversation with the girl with the child like this guy's not a crook this guy's a he's a good dude he's like an okay dad and i i i don't see that as it doesn't tally with my with media's image of nixon as i know it do you know what i think happened I think that originally they were going to write Neil Armstrong into this. And he was like, you cannot use my name. I refuse. I'm basically a recluse. I've had my claim to fame. You're not going to piss all over my reputation with your silly little sci-fi shit. But surely they would have just turned to Buzz and he would have grabbed it. Because he loves that kind oh, of Buzz stuff. Aldrin would have appeared on the show, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. He yeah. would have been the dad. He would have been the <laughs> FBI guy in makeup. He would have, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone in that scene. That would have been a Buzz Aldrin, John Malkovich scenario. <laughs> Put on the suit and end up in Buzz Aldrin's head. 
Yeah, yeah I was making a note of that when <laughs> I start in my film career. <laughs> uh, Marie, do you want to go next? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. I only had time to write one single note before, like when we were like, oh, let's do the minis. Like, all right, I'm to type something up. I literally just wrote US. Is that you, United States or us? United States. Okay. Because this episode, it, it does, like you mentioned, Jim, the uh, podcast now doesn't know whom I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, there is a different feel to this. Like, there's a different production value. It is American. It's very polished in a way. It feels sort of cinematic in, like, a Hollywood, I mean, cinematic, as opposed to BBC uh, way. And for one episode, I agree, that's great. But I think I remember that that's the, like, just, that's the red thread in this series. Don't we get a lot of the US in this season? There's, I certainly remember a, a town called Mercy, yeah. and there's something else. Like all of a sudden, he's wearing a Stetson, not a not a fez. He's he, like, there, there's just a US feel to it. He tried to get a fez, and they wouldn't give him one. That's true. Mm. The, the, fair point. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> more a fez in the Laurel and Hardy segment. Yeah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> well, I'm not counting it anyway. <laughs> the it, it, uh, point is, I, I I feel like this is indicative of. The show trying to do something different, mainly to reach a new audience. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but it feels like it's trying to be something other than it naturally is. And Doctor that's... Who shouldn't be about innovation and new directions. <laughs> <laughs> Should be recycling the same enemy over and over again. Also not what I'm saying. Also not what I'm saying. But but I, I feel like it's trying to be more Marvel than, you know, it, it, th- than what makes it charming and what probably made it really popular in the States in the beginning, you know, in the first place. What what allowed them to go to the States is is what it was, not what it was trying to be. Anyway, so I, I don't know. I'm only half remembering what this the rest of this series is, but that is invariably in the back of my mind. It's kind of pulling down the rating a little bit. In general, I think this was a fantastic episode. Matt Smith, as I said, as I feel like I want to rewatch this episode, but as far as I recall, he's great. Um, and certainly not remembering part two of this double feature... Holy smokeroonies and cheesecakes! The cliffhanger is amazing. It's I, I I'm probably gonna finish this tomorrow. Mm. I have to see this now. Uh, the only thing that kept me from already having seen it is not having not wanting to have seen it when we sit down to record this review. So yeah, I'm gonna give this a ugh, blurg. Uh, hate all the things we already talked about. Three point eight. Three point eight. So when you told me to just think of a number, um, I just immediately thought of four point two. Oh! And now everyone's gone really low. (laughs) 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 And and like, and as you're talking about it, I'm feeling it. Like there are, I don't know. I wasn't as excited when normally when I watch like an episode that I love, I'm desperate to come here and tell you all how much I love it, and. (laughs) tell you off when you're like saying negative things and like i defend it to the hill and then like i don't feel like that today i really i enjoyed watching it but i don't know if it has kind of left that same mark on me as it normally does i enjoyed the i did kind of like do was saying the cin- cinematography and the beautiful big landscapes and the 
um you know the kind of picnic scene on the desert with the mountains behind it looked really surreal it was like a sci-fi landscape and i was kind of going oh my god this is america i need to go to america (laughs) like it was gorgeous um and the whole yeah the whole thing was beautiful and i i don't think i want to mark it down for that i know that it's it's a different direction but it kind of feels like they've they've gone to a new location and they've made the most of that location and they've done a really beautiful job Hmm. in it um I would have liked them to make more of that location. Yeah. Because the bit at the end when they're in the astronaut, that that's, could be any that number could be of anywhere. dark places with a, a tunnel underneath. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, true. There was nothing uh, well, particularly American As was hinted, they may come back for some more shooting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, similarly to you, Jim, like I do have, I think, more of a recollection of what happens later. Um, so I don't know whether... I, I don't know. It does... It builds up so many questions and it builds up intrigue for the whole series and it's hard to judge it just on itself alone because it's always kind of like you have the whole series in mind and i love this series i love this story arc um and i think it sets it up beautifully so oh, i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna go 3.9 i think as my final nice it's good it's a really solid it's a really good good episode um yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you and Jim biased towards this episode in this arc for another reason? Oh. <laughs> Funny you should say Well that. done. Well done. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> um, so yeah. Ah, sorry. I'm, I'm going back up. I'm going 4.2. Because, <laughs> because Podcast Land, it has a special place in my heart because it's the first episode that me and Jim watched together. It is. Um, and I believe I've already talked to you about about it because this is the one where we were sat in my tiny little um like apartment in reading with i didn't have a tv at the time i only had a laptop um and doctor who was on in an hour and we were just like we can either stay here and watch it on this pathetic small screen with these tiny like tinny speakers or we can race back to oxford we get on the train we can run to your house and we can be there in time to watch it and so that's what we did and we, and we went back literally did run yeah through that ran down the cross canal. cities and then ran all the way and then collapsed <laughs> in jim's room with the like massive like 50 inch screen and it it's was worth it <laughs> <laughs> However big it is, <laughs> it was so worth it. <laughs> Can I sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> you, nah, I've got nothing to compare yeah. to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Podcastland does. This is Now let's hear from Podcastland. Max to 50, or it would get out of hand. Okie dokie, the first listener mini comes from whom? Michael Ridgway! Ridgway! Hello, Michael. <laughs> also, it's seriously, group high five. That's <laughs> <laughs> Let's high five Michael, because he's written an excellent mini. Uh, high five. It's going to get cut anyway. Thought five. <laughs> okay, Michael starts. Things I liked after the migraine-inducing incongruous muddle of the Big Bang and the sick-inducing sentimentalism of A Christmas Carol. This was seriously good TV. In particular, number one. The silence, holy scrambled eggs, a fabulous villain, scary, creepy, hanging out in women's bathrooms? What? 
Cruel and with nifty forget-me-not powers. Zapping the bathroom lady was a horrific scene. This is gr- a great baddie. A genuine threat. Bravo, Team Moffat. Bravo. I forgot to say, actually, that the silence zapping the woman and with its mouth slowly oh. you know, widening, that was about as horrific as Doctor Who gets, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's true. No, I, I was going to say the same thing, actually. I totally <laughs> forgot. But, like, yeah. this, is, this is a kid's show. It, yeah. it, it was a family show. Like, that is creepy as hell. Yeah, absolutely. And I, did, I love that he did, he just, he killed her straight away because then it is, it is a genuine threat rather than if there's a creepy guy in a bathroom that you forget, that's kind of scary, but you don't know why. But the fact that they're just killing people willy-nilly that makes them more you know yeah. more yeah. going yeah. and they do <laughs> look gorgeous like they're a really good looking alien yeah <laughs> excuse me <laughs> That's your type, isn't it? The weird sphincter <laughs> mouth as well, which normally isn't there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah, great. Yeah, the appearance of that, yeah. Yeah. that, that is great that that isn't usually there. Um, oh, you're regretting your three points <laughs> now, aren't you? And are we sparing a thought for the janitor that had random bits of, of joy to clean up? Like, what is this stuff? Oh, <laughs> someone's been smoking in the bathroom again. What is this? <laughs> Number two. Sexy, erotic, Wild West locations and surreal imagery such as 1960s astronaut emerging from the Utah Lake. That was good. Mm. Yeah. Number three, Nixon's nose. (laughs) (laughs) And number four, the raw emotion of the Doctor's companions when he's blown away, particularly a furious river taking pot shots at the killer astronaut and then giving the Doctor a good slap. Love it. Uh, Which section's next, Drew? Well, Michael also has some beefs. <laughs> <laughs> Beef number one. River's escape. I know she is incarcerated out of choice, but this is start starting to take the piss. Stormcage is clearly the least secure prison in the Hoovers and requires an urgent review by the Shadow Proclamation. That's quite true. Yeah. Mm. Number two is, frankly, actually, it was near perfect. The only thing that would have made it better would be the appearance of the seventh <laughs> doctor. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Which might have looked a little contrived. <laughs> Michael summarises with a summary. Exciting, interesting, gripping. This reinvigorated my faith in the 11th Doctor era. More, please. Mm, and Michael gives it a score of 4.6 out of 5 creepy silent suits hanging out in women's toilets. <laughs> <laughs> in there they're everywhere so cool they're not gender specific (laughs) yeah you talk about everything in this episode being explained jim well (laughs) (laughs) could it be that we didn't see their transition and there was a corridor moment where amy was like oh no i've forgotten why aren't they they in the oval office you know what else because they're too busy in the toilet (laughs) (laughs) when you gotta go you gotta go Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else? What's that? We don't know that this isn't a lady silence. Oh no, no. I, uh, that's that's a hundred percent true. But why be there? Like, why assume that uh, what's Science her face? Needs Amy. To go to the loo too. But why assume that Amy's going to go to the loo? Huge coincidence. Wouldn't it be easier to be in the Oval Office? But I don't think he, that particular silence is like stalking Amy. He just was there, and she happened to see him. So. Oh, so that, that's just like though. the White House silence. They just ha- he just hangs out, you know. Do, 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 do. He Got climbed that. up from the sewer. No, he didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh. spotting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crawl out of the toilet. Uh, Michael, awesome mini. Thank you very much. Love you, Michael. Love you. <laughs> very thought-provoking. Next up is... 
Tracy from America. Hello, Tracy. Who wants to start us off? I'll start then. And she says, let's start with the voiceover. This ep- season, Amy introduces the episodes following the cold open with these words over a visual montage of stuff from last season. Oh, it's beautiful. What Amy says is, when I was a little girl, I had an imaginary <laughs> friend. And when I grew up, he came back. He's called the Doctor. He comes from somewhere else. He's got a box called the TARDIS that's bigger on the inside. And it can travel anywhere in time and space. I ran away with him and we've been running ever since. That's gorgeous. It's oh. such a lullaby. Wonderful. <laughs> it's just like if she was in the room. Um, Tracy continues. You may not have seen this. It is my understanding the voiceover slash montage was exclusive to America, where Doctor Who was gaining popularity and had a lot of new viewers. Sell out! Mm. Well, apparently that explains it's on, it. on Netflix now as well. So, yeah, because it's on our version on Netflix, but I don't remember that from when it was on the BBC. So that explains it then. It's not yeah. that it, there was a huge chunk of time between seasons. No. It's like, oh, new it's audience. Kind of introduction to yeah, America. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anyway, this episode keeps up the production values I've come to appreciate during Matt Smith's run, as well as serving up a nicely intricate and intriguing plot. My favourite thing in this episode, continues Tracy, is the tenderness in the moment when the Doctor trusts Amy, telling her his life is in her hands. It's a short moment in the overall episode, but packs an emotional punch that sticks. We rarely see the Doctor really acting vulnerable, yet in this moment he is clearly terrified. And even so, he goes along with Amy. This is the truest definition of trust. Willingness to follow someone solely on the basis of your relationship with them, in spite of any other facts to go on, and through your own fear. And now we get some comments from... Tracy from America's daughter. (laughs) She says the set with all the alien tech looks like the upstairs to Craig's apartment. Remember Craig from the lodger? Uh, well observed, Tracy from America's daughter. It is the same set. What? What? She is also very surprised that Amy is pregnant and very excited. And she gives this a rating of a pocket full of Mobius strips. Solid. Nice. Twisty. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, very twisty. (laughs) Beats our common garden numbers. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Tracy, fantastic mini. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land, you can follow Tracy at Yekatnyatnuf. That's found to Tracy backwards. <laughs> we got to record these more often. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the next one comes from Star Wars Cell, 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 Star Wars Cell. Star Wars Cell. That was fantastic. So that reviewer begins. <laughs> what was it you guys were saying about Doc Eleven not being portrayed as a sex icon? Must say, I was a bit frightened by that painting instead of intrigued, but that might just be me. Star Wars Sill continues, I watched this entire season recently, and because of that, there's a few uncomfortable river moments in this episode. Her trying to kill the spacesuit. Her asking, now why would a little girl be here? Ugh, overdoing it, River. If she had started with whistling to demonstrate how casual she was being, 
It would not have surprised me at all. In fact, I disliked that overtone. Oh, look over here at what I learned just now. Brand new. I've got a scanner and everything. <laughs> so much. I'm knocking off a point of a point off my rating for it. Ooh. Yeah, it's surprising given the rating which I just spotted in the corner of my eye. <laughs> so where did you start? <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, sorry, sorry, we'll get there. Uh, Star Wars still continues. Fortunately, that point gets regained oh. by this, namely Mark Shepard. Who? Uh, I believe that's FBI guy, young FBI guy. Oh. Uh, I see. My favorite part was the moment when the doctor stops grilling River on who she killed. The camera's focused on Amy, but Alex Kingston's performance in the background is spot on. Incidentally, the uh, actress who plays the doctor girl has the same first name as me. <gasps> that rarely happens for me, so it was kind of fun. Oh. We're IMDBing it, Star Wars. We are IMDBing it. <laughs> What's your name? We're going to find out any minute. <laughs> Unless it's just star. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, we're not having kids, but if we are, star is on the list now. Star's on the list. <laughs> it's Sydney. Oh. Hey, Sydney, we know your name. Hey, Sydney. Hello. We love you, Sydney. Oh, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> and going straight into the rating, it says, uh, I'm going with a 4.3 out of 5 fallen... Su- what? I didn't say anything. No, there's nothing behind me. What do you mean? I should turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Star Wars Seal, Sydney. Thank you very much for a fantastic uh, mini review. Thanks, Uh, Sydney. Thank you so much. Uh, ladies and gents who are not Star Wars Seal, you can follow Star Wars Seal on Twitter. Star Wars Seal is at Star Wars. Sorry, on your own, on your own. Which now we know stands for Star Wars Sydney YOLO. <gasps> Does it really? No, I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd love it if that was true. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next episode? Day of the Moon. Ooh. Ooh intriguing. Day of the Moon. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Very, very cool. That's not for another fortnight. <gasps> How will we last that long? Well, uh, here's one thing, a uh, pro tip, if you want to survive the next 14 days without uh, going completely, uh, without train spotting your, oh, shit, you know what I mean, <laughs> without trying to go cult it, fuck it, you know what I mean, <laughs> if you want to have a good dose of relevant uh, Whovian uh, uh, savvy, then go to whobackwhen.com, where, fuck it, I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> 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 Uh, where you can read Tracy from America's uh, River Song timeline, which is incredibly relevant to this and very, very good. Like, just a, a good, solid, incredibly mind-bending read. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much, Tracy. Um, in the meantime, you can say hi to us online, I believe. Drew, you're online. Yeah, I'm at Drew Backwell. Jim and Marie are not on Twitter, but you can say hi to them. Well, they by... are. They bloody are. <laughs> it's just an outright lie. <laughs> I haven't used Twitter since, like, 2014. <laughs> ah. Likewise. Uh, but you can say hello to Marie uh, by emailing whobackwhen at gmail.com. And, in fact, some of you already have. And Marie will... Uh, Reply in due course. Y- yes, absolutely. Uh, slash, maybe we should do another mailbag app very soon. And, yeah. and you could reply in, in real time, so to speak. That'll be fun. Okie dokie. Uh, until the next time, be right next to each other. Thank you so much for listening. 
Rock on. And ciao. Bye bye. Toodles. See ya. <laughs> Kablamo. Did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to and spread the gospel of who back when. Tell your friends. But I've got no friends. No problemo. Tell some strangers. Hey. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash who back when. All in one word. Are you into Twitter? Awesome. High five us online and we'll high five you right back. You guessed it. We're at who back when. All in one word. Check us out on Instagram for behind the scenes photos and other Whovian goodness. Watch our videos or even listen to our podcast on YouTube. That's whobackwhen.com slash YouTube. Vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher and head on over to our website whobackwhen.com where you can submit a review of your own, browse the article archives and peruse our visual index of aliens, monsters and more which increases in Kablamos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps our show get noticed and earns you lots of karma points. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next Who review or bonus episode. Until then, ciao ciao. Who back when?